Hi, and welcome to Grow Yourself, Grow Your Sales podcast. I'm your host, Jill Turner. In this podcast, we'll dive deep into the strategies and techniques that empower sales professionals to achieve exceptional results, but we won't stop there. We'll also explore the importance of personal development and how it directly impacts sales success. So get ready to be inspired, challenge your limiting beliefs, and gain the knowledge and skills you need to become a sales powerhouse while nurturing your personal growth. Hello, everybody. How are you? Welcome back to another episode of Grow Yourself, Grow Your Sales. I am your host, Jill Turner, and I wanted to thank you for coming back and listening to me again. I would be so curious to see if anybody actually did incorporate any part of a miracle morning to their lives. If you want to reach out, let me know on my Instagram or my Facebook page or however you want to get a hold of me. I will put everything in the show notes below. I also wanted to let everyone know that the book club is going to start in January and I am super excited about that. I have a link in my link in bio. It's link in bio backslash Turner on potential and you should be able to go in there and sign up for the book club. There's going to be a private Facebook page where we can share all the stuff that's going on on each book for the month. And if you just think about it, you're doing 12 books a year. When's the last time you picked up a book and actually finished it? I mean, you know, Fifty Shades of Grey doesn't count. (laughs) We've all read all of those. But I'm talking about a book that's going to change your life. When's the last time you did that? I've picked up so many and I haven't finished them. I'll even get them on Audible. I don't finish them. But in this book club, you do manage to get through the book just because it's 20 minutes here, 20 minutes there of listening to me give you the cliff notes, basically. And if you just take one thing out of each book and you've done 12 books in one year, can you imagine what a different person you're going to be at the end of the year? It's life-changing. It's life-changing. All right, go sign up for it now. So today I wanted to talk about the one thing. And we've done so many books over the last few years in another book club, but this one did stick with me and resonate. And that's why I kind of want to talk about it today. I actually printed out something on my computer and in my office every day, it says, what's the one thing I can do right now? And me being so incredibly ADHD, I have to have, you know, time blocks and everything else, but I still lose focus. You have to keep coming back to what is the one thing that's going to move me towards my goal? Like, what do you want in life? And you have to sit down and, you know, figure it out. For salespeople, obviously, it's, I would think you'd want to be the number one rep in the company. I mean, that's generally what the focus is. If that's not it, it's, you know, to get more accounts, to just to reach more people and make more money. I mean, in sales, you're always there for the money. At least I am. So, you know, you got to sit down and figure out what that one thing is. But this thing always resonated with me. And I literally, like I said, I have it posted in my office. And I look at it all the time because I get distracted. Again, the phone rings. Things happen. I'm a single mom. I've got laundry to do. I've got dogs to take care of. There's always something you can do. But you've got to focus on what's the main thing that has to be done to move me one step closer to my goal. And that kind of just keeps you focused. And so this book I wanted to talk a little bit about because it was so, I just, I mean, I'm not the words where it was so inspirational because the main person at the beginning of the book they were talking about was Bill Gates, you know, and everybody knows Bill Gates and the life that he's built. He's just an amazing, 
American businessman. You know, he was passionate about computers in high school. And the one thing he was focused on was computer programming. And then he met this guy, Paul Allen, who gave him his first job and they formed Microsoft. But it all comes back to that one thing that he was focused on. So as a result of that, they had one chance. There was this guy named Ed Roberts, I think, that actually gave them a shot, basically a shot at the title, one chance to build this computer, and they did it. And from there, you know, Microsoft had begun. Bill Gates ended up being the richest man in the world for 15 straight years. It's crazy. He made so much money that when he retired, he built this foundation. And again, he used the one thing to decide, him and his wife, what they wanted this foundation to be about. And they really wanted to tackle the tough problems in the world. I mean, you think about that. I mean, I can't even wrap my head around that. I mean, how do you even wrap your head around, okay, I'm going to tackle the tough problems in the world? I mean, everybody wants to, but personally, I wouldn't even know where to begin on that. I want to say I want to help. I mean, even in my small town, I want to help. I mean, but you... What do you do? How do you even begin to do that? So him and his wife broke it down into the one thing they could do, and they wanted to save lives in poor countries. And they settled on how to stamp out infectious disease as a major cause of death in their lifetime. I mean, that's a huge thing to take on. I mean, I can't even, again, think about that. I mean, okay, I'm going to build a foundation, and I'm going to stamp out infectious disease. I mean, that is huge. It's a huge undertaking. That's why Bill Gates is just amazing. And he's going to go down in history because he's does amazing things. So they went on to do this foundation and they actually did. So they decided what's the one thing we're going to do to stamp out infectious diseases. And they decided the major tool of health intervention is vaccines and how to get inexpensive vaccines to third world countries. And they've done it. I mean, they've been doing it. It's Amazing. It's absolutely amazing. So I guess it's just coming back to the one thing. What's the one thing you can do that is going to move your goal forward every single day? And that's hard to think about. So you've got to sit down and kind of go backwards and figure out what's my major goal? Like, what do I really want to do? And how am I going to move that forward every single day? But you have to think in terms of you know, your five-year goal. If your five-year goal is to, you know, you've started a company. Again, I've got a lot of entrepreneurs. If you started a business, an online business, or you want to be a coach or you want to sell something, you got to start with your five-year goal. That's what I did. That's what my coach had me do. And then you kind of go backwards. And so once you start going backwards, it starts breaking things down a lot easier and in a way that you can really wrap your head around. For me, it's something I can wrap my head around. And, you know, you want to go from your five-year goal and then what's the one thing I can do in the next five years? Then you want to go to your one-year goal. Based on my five-year goal, what's the one thing I can do this year? to move me more in that direction. And then you break it down to your monthly goal. Based on my one-year goal, what's the one thing I can do this month? Then you go down to a week and then daily and then right now. And so it kind of, instead of thinking, okay, someday I'm gonna have this giant business online and I'm gonna make millions of dollars. Yeah, I mean, everybody wants that. Or I do anyway. (laughs) But you have to kind of like 
put it in perspective where you can wrap your head around it. I mean, Bill Gates can't wrap his head around, let's stamp out infectious disease. I mean, Bill Gates might be able to, but I can't. So to break it down for like the normal layman person such as myself, I've got to start out with the goal and then go backwards. But when I think about what can I do right now, this is what I'm going to do today. And then what's my daily goal? And then what's my weekly goal? And I do also do this myself. Like on Sunday nights, I will sit down and figure out my week, which I have to. I've got so many balls in the air. You know, I've got full-time job. I've got the podcast. I've got my kids. I've got dogs. Anyway, there's a lot going on. And so you've got to sit down on Sunday night and I do map out my week. And if I did not do that, it would be chaos. So I know where I'm going to be every single day. I know what I've got going on. And then as far as time management, I really do need to do a better job of mapping it out, you know, the time blocks. And I have gone back to doing that more recently since I started this podcast because it does keep you completely on track. But I also do what is the one thing. And then when I get in my office in the morning, if I know I have a day at home, I have stuff written down that needs to be done, of course, but I do have on a piece of paper the one thing that has to be done that day. Like, what is the one thing that I've got to get done? And another way I've heard somebody explain it before is like you have, you know, everybody's got so many balls in the air and we're juggling and life is just chaotic. So you have your glass balls and you have like your plastic balls, meaning the balls that cannot break. I mean, I know when I get up in the morning, I've got to take care of my son. I've got to get him to school. That's a glass ball. I've got to get him fed. I've got to get him there on time. And that's something I can't let it break. I can't drop that ball. I know also like if I have a meeting for work at noon, I've got a lunch meeting, I got to meet somebody that that is a glass ball I cannot let break. Plastic balls would be the laundry, you know, well, I I don't want to say working out because I do. That's why I do work out in the morning. It's because it won't get done if it doesn't. But I mean, you've got to figure out what your glass balls are and basically your plastic balls. So like laundry can bounce. You can get that later. Cleaning the house, that can bounce. You can get that later. Go in the grocery store. That would just depend on how much food you got in your house. But you see what I'm saying. So the glass balls are the things that have to get done that day. So it keeps you just focused and keeps you motivated. But the one thing is focusing on your goal and what your five-year goal is. And if you guys don't have a five-year goal, I would totally encourage everyone that's listening to get a five-year goal. Because what's the point? What are you doing with your life? What are you shooting for? I mean, I would have to say before I started this podcast, I really didn't have a five-year goal. I knew I didn't want to do outside sales the rest of my life. I knew I was getting old and wanted to do something that I enjoyed, but I didn't know what it was. And it took me really doing this book club over the last three years to figure out what I wanted to do and what would make me happy and what is going to make me feel good and get up every morning and go to work and feel like, oh my God, I'm getting paid to do this. It's crazy. So I would encourage everybody to do that and work towards that goal. It's okay. Like if your goal is you're young and you just got out in sales and you've got a new job and your goal is to be the number one sales rep, hey, that is an amazing goal. It's an amazing goal. And a lot of that comes down to mindset, thinking that you can do it. That's a whole nother podcast I'll get into, but you need to sit down and write out, okay, this is my goal at the end of next year. I want to be the number one rep. And then figure out what you need to do every month, 
but I would do even like a six month goal. And then I would do like what I need to do every month and then break that month down and figure it out exactly what you need to do. But I wouldn't even say like, okay, number one rep, you want to be like, this is, you know, depending on how you get paid, these are the tests I want in the door. This is the revenue I need to make. This is how much, whatever my quota is. And you know how to set it up accordingly to whatever you're doing and make a plan. I mean, it's the end of the year. I think that anybody that starts out in January needs to have some kind of plan for your career. If you're career focused, if you're not, then figure out what you want to do. That's just my advice. This one thing I think is a phenomenal book, but the funniest thing is I put it on Instagram the other day and somebody was like, no, I do not want to read that in the book club. And I had to laugh because that is so funny because really it does get a little bit boring. And I will have to say, I would have never made it through that book if I was not in the book club. So um, that's what we got to say about the one thing. If you have any questions about that, hit me up. We'll go from there. We'll start dividing it down and figuring out what's next on that one. Okay, moving forward, I wanted to talk a little bit about goal setting. And I know that anytime somebody mentions goal setting, I cringe. Like, it, it gives me anxiety. I don't like anything about setting goals at all, but I feel like it's the end of the year and really they need to be set in some form of fashion or you don't push yourself to be better. And I feel like when I set my goals, it definitely keeps me not only accountable, but it pushes me to be where I want to be next year at this time. So if I didn't set a goal to start this podcast and hire a coach and put that down in paper and spend the money, then I would be another year not where I want to be. And I did that for two years in a row because I wanted to start a podcast several years back, but I didn't know how. I didn't have time. I didn't make the time. So I feel like sitting down and writing out your goals where you want to be in five years, it's amazing. It really is amazing. And one thing we did with my coach was we sat down one time and wrote a letter to ourselves and it was five years in the future. You're writing a letter to yourself right now. That really is amazing. And even putting pen to paper and then keeping that paper kept me accountable to where I wanted to be in that time frame. So that's when I was like, okay, you've got to get going on this. Like you can't just write it down and not take action. So in my course, Grow Yourself, Grow Yourselves, there's a whole section in there on goal setting. And I was just going to kind of go over some of it a little bit. But one thing was when I said the one thing and you go and you write it down. One thing I had learned in a book or a podcast or something is that you don't have the same like sticky note every day. So if you write, you know, this is my goal, I'm going to have a podcast and I'm going to have it produced on such and such date and it's stuck on my monitor in my office, it loses its luster sort of, it loses its shine. So one thing they had said, if you do have a lofty goal that you need to write it down every single day and move it around, like write it on a sticky note, put it on your bathroom wall, write it on a sticky note, put it in your office, write it on whatever and put it in your car just so it looks different every day and it keeps you sort of motivated and it's not the same piece of paper that, as you know, if you have something up on your refrigerator forever for a year or so, you forget what it even is and it doesn't stick out, so to speak to you. You don't understand it as much or it doesn't 
jump a forward. You know what I'm trying to say. You know what I'm trying to say. So if you get up every day and you write it down or you write down what is the one thing I need to do that day, it definitely moves you more in that direction. That's one thing I do like to tell the people that take my classes. Don't just stick it and leave it. You need to write it every day to remind yourself every day what your priority is and how are you going to get there. It loses its shine, I guess. That's what I'm trying to say. The other thing is, I always tell my students, is accountability. Like, you need to tell somebody what you're going to do. So, if I'm going to run a half marathon, which I've done in the past, you tell somebody about it, but what you need to do is take one step forward. Like, if you just tell somebody about it, that's really not good enough. You need to go, as you know, and sign up for the class. I mean, sign up for a class to run the marathon, figure out what you're going to do when you're going to start training and put some kind of step in place to get you there. So when I first got into medical sales, I had no experience. I'd already sold fitness equipment and stuff. And the reason I got this job was because I literally told my boss, if you give me an opportunity to do this, I promise you I will be the number one rep next year in the company. I got the job and I was the number one rep the first year and it was amazing, but he held me accountable all year long that I held myself accountable. Like I knew I had told him that I knew I had to produce and I did. That's just another way you need to have feedback. You've got a boss and you do something like that. You know, you've got to basically step up to the plate and make it happen. So that's accountability. The other thing is you need to give yourself random rewards. I know that sounds so cheesy, but it truly is. It's true. Like if you're running a marathon and you hit, okay, I ran five miles and I didn't stop, go get yourself a pedicure because damn, you deserve that or something like that. You know what I mean? Make yourself little rewards along the way. It sounds so cheesy and overused cliche, but it definitely does work. If you just want to say, hey, if I get to this point at my goal, then I'm going to reward myself by this and write it down when you do your goals and weekly goals or your monthly goals, how we just said go backwards. Like at the end of this month, if I've had this quota or if I got a new account or whatever your goal is, give yourself a little treat, get yourself a massage, get yourself a pedicure, whatever you want to do with yourself. I think it's like I said, it's cheesy, but it completely works. So those are just some of the things I teach in my class on setting up your goals and trying to make them happen. But you want to set a goal that's big. You know, you want to give yourself anxiety on it, which is silly, but it is true. But you want it to be bigger than you can ever imagine. That's why I say five years out, write yourself a letter, put it in a box, see where you're at in five years. And you can make that stuff happen. So those are just a a few tools that I use that I feel like have helped me tremendously over the last several years. And it kind of keeps you focused and keeps you on track. With that being said, I'm sure you're all bored to tears now hearing about the one thing and goal setting. So if you are, we're going to sign off, but I want you to go and listen to the stuff on the book club because this book club is going to change your life. One book a month. With you finish it, you've got 12 books in one year. Can you imagine what a different person you're going to be? If you just did the miracle morning that we talked about in the last episode, and then you incorporated the one thing, those are just two things. Can you imagine if you tacked on another 10 things 
what a different person you'd be at the end of the year after you finish 12 books. I'm telling you folks, it's life-changing. Do yourself a favor, go sign up for the book club, give it a shot, see what you think. You're gonna change your life one book at a time, one step at a time, one day at a time. And if you like my podcast, give me a great review. Even if you didn't like it, (laughs) help your girl and give me a great review. It's five stars. You should be able to listen to it wherever you want moving forward. But thanks again for listening. And I always want to feel like I'm available to my listeners. So you can find me on Turner on Potential, on Facebook, on Instagram, and my LinkedIn bio. Like I said, give me a five-star review. Go sign up for the book club and it's going to change your life. It changed mine. Thank you.